I'm Holly. I'm a business strategist who loves a good plan and flowchart and is crazy passionate about teaching women like you how to build your dream job and scale to six figures and beyond without sacrificing your weekends and priorities. I believe strongly to my core that you can create a routine you love with the right strategy, product suite, aka what you are actually selling, and simple systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. Because here's the thing, it's not just about managing your time. It's about embracing that time freedom and really working on unlocking that freedom together so that you can do more of what you love. After 22 years in corporate strategy, working for Fortune 500 companies, I ditched the office to build a now seven-figure business with my husband full-time. And P.S., we did it in less than two years during the pandemic with twins. Oh my goodness. My goal here is to provide you with unfiltered insights into behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. What works, what doesn't, practical tips you can implement right now, as in right after listening. I want you to consider this podcast, your online business MBA, delivered directly to your inbox, intertwined with the realities of being a working mom, exploring life, and the invaluable lessons learned along the way. Think of the Crush the Rush podcast as your weekly one-stop shop for actionable business planning, guiding you on the next steps and explaining the why, the really important things behind each move. We'll keep you motivated and uplifted as you learn from some of the industry's best experts. So grab your sparkly beverage, I'm sipping on a chai tea, and get ready to learn to do less better. Let's scale your dream business and finally have the freedom to focus more on what you love. This is the Crush the Rush podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to talk to you about something brand new we have created called the Summer Antisocial School Mini Mind. Now, hear me out. Summer is here. So if you're like me, you're thinking about vacations and beach days and poolside cocktails, and you might be thinking, hey, I'm just going to put my business on pause so that I can enjoy my time and I'll come back in the fall. But here's the thing, your competition is not putting their business on pause. So let's think of a way where it can be both. It can be both fun and profitable, and you don't have to stop everything. Just a few short summers ago, I was in your position in what I would call a social media zombie, right? So endlessly scrolling, looking for answers, feeling like I was forcing myself to go to these networking businesses. And when I stopped, my business stopped. So I was feeling even more burnt out, which you might be feeling, but also working full time. And I felt like I was missing my kids' best years. So instead of wanting to go outside and play with them, I was barely holding my eyes open. And it took a huge toll on our family and me personally and mentally. So if you're nodding yes to this, this is where my antisocial framework actually came from because I needed to figure out a way to constantly fuel my business with leads all while I could step away. So it's all about ditching the social drama and focusing on growth and income strategies that work for you. So you're not chasing followers, you're just building real connections. But I get it, you don't wanna sign up for a long, complicated program over the summer, which is why we are excited to introduce you to the Anti-Social School Minimind. Class doesn't start until September, so you can enjoy your schedule and your summer, but 
Like I said, your competition isn't taking a vacation. So we created three months of resources that you can apply to your business schedule on your own time. Just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash antisocial to learn more. And when you put down a deposit, you get one free quarter in our club, which gives you weekly access to me to hold you accountable. Plus, we're gifting you the first module in antisocial school if you want to get ahead and every resource we've ever created in our Crush the Rush library. So don't let your business hit pause this summer. Enroll in the antisocial school summer mini mine with a deposit and unlock a summer of growth and profit. Just head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash antisocial to join us. On this week's pep talk, we're talking all about mid-year audits. Now, honestly, I should call it something different than an audit because an audit sounds like super corporate and fancy, and it's really not. But I want to just emphasize how, how important it is to just slow down for a minute and make sure that you are on the right path. So now if I'm being honest, I did not create this methodology. However, it is, I feel like ingrained in my brain from the corporate world. As in, I used to despise July because it meant two things. One, I had to write a million reviews. Insert, I used to have a really large, awesome team, but as a director, I had to write pages of yearly feedback. And side note, I think my team would have preferred bullet points instead, but that's a whole nother episode. And two is it's a time where we had to start planning the budget and what our department was doing for the next year. So my point is, is that summer was a time of reflection and planning for the year ahead. So once we finished the reviews, we would go straight into planning and budgeting for the next year. And so I thought, you know what, as a business owner, it's really important that you do this as well. And I think a lot of times this gets skipped over because we talk about launches and products and customers and all the things. But are you really talking about what you need to be doing as a business owner to make sure that you have the right things in place to be successful with what you want your goals to be? So I talked about the why you should do this in a lot more detail and even some questions to ask and how to conduct your audit in episode 144. We actually did it last summer, but I wanted to give a 2022 spin on the process. So I want you to think of your mid-year audit as a three-step process. We're actually going to talk about it a lot simpler this year. And I want to make sure that we incorporate both personal and business goals. So I want you to think of it as reflecting, planning, and reviewing. And if I'm being super honest, I actually did this whole process while we were on vacation in June. (laughs) I know it sounds crazy, but I packed up my journal and my big white uh, blank wall calendar and I threw it in the bottom of my suitcase with like color-coded Sharpies. And when the kids were asleep, I would head out on our patio and I would listen to the waves in the harbor and planned out the next eight to 12 months. So I would have these ideas and I would write them down and then I would go talk to Scott, my husband, and then I would come back and I would brainstorm. And it just felt like a really non-rushed natural process because I wasn't trying to fit it in in like 20 minutes a day. This is a process where you have to have some creative space. And I share this because you're not going to be able to do it in 10 to 15 minutes a day. 
And you need to do it when you're feeling inspired. So maybe it's making a date at your favorite coffee shop or lately, actually, our local market, which I go to with some of my clients lately, has had these really cool tables and coffee and tea. And I bring my whiteboard. I legit pack it in my car. And then I go sit at these um, awesome little curated tables. And that's where I get my best ideas. So before you go any further into this podcast, I want you to take a minute and plan a day or a few hours when you can do this and just be with your thoughts. Once you have that, I want you to start to think about where you are at. So three things. What amazing things did you achieve so far this year, right? So January through July, the last six months, what have you achieved? How did you achieve them? And why did you achieve them? The how and why is really, really important because a lot of times I I really think just to be honest, it is sheer luck, right? But other times it's timing and hard work. And honestly, that's why I think consistency is so important because you are going to get lucky sometimes and sometimes you're not going to get lucky. And if you're really consistent, then you're going to hit all of them at the same time. So I always feel like it's worth celebrating how far you have come. And brainstorming this is a really great way to start. So then I want you to ask yourself, what did you not accomplish? And it's okay. It's okay to go deep. You've got to at least think about it, right? So what did you not accomplish? Why did you not accomplish it? Which P.S. I feel like this year there's a lot of whys around maybe why things didn't happen the way that we thought that they would. And what can you learn from it? I always, always try to take anything that I didn't accomplish or anything that just didn't go the way that I thought that it would and dig deep to figure out the lesson in it because I truly believe that things happen for a reason. So what can you learn from what didn't happen and why didn't it happen? And then I like to bring it back full circle. So what has brought you the most joy this year? Where have you had the most success and where have you had the most frustration? Now, I will tell you that that last one, when I started answering where I had the most frustration, is where a lot of our business changes came from because I was like, I don't want to keep doing this anymore. I need to change this or I don't have time for this. I have to figure out a way how to do this differently. So just taking the time to really reflect is going to bring you so much clarity on where you want to go. So again, I want you to think about where you're at. What did you achieve? How did you achieve it? Why did you achieve it? What did you not accomplish? So why did you not accomplish it? What did you not accomplish? And what can you learn from it? That's probably the most important question. And then what has brought you the most joy this year? Where have you had the most success? And where have you had the most frustration? And then after you have reflected, it's time for facts, not feelings, as I call it. And I think I've shared this before on the podcast, but I had a CEO tell me once that whenever I was presenting in front of executives, that I had to stick to facts, not feelings, because I have, I do not have a poker face. Like I could not lie worth anything. Like you can, my face turns red. Like I, I get all nervous. Like I am not, I do not have a good poker face. So he always used to tell me just stick to the facts, not to the feelings. And so this phase of the process is when we dig into your finances. So I just like to call the finances facts. And so we do this for both personal and business. And so I'm being honest, looking through our spending galleries from a personal standpoint, I was like, oh my goodness, why do we order so much from Amazon? It was like Amazon awareness. And the thing about Amazon is they don't classify it into categories. So it's just like Amazon, Amazon, $2, Amazon, $7, Amazon. 
$19, Amazon. And I was like, oh, awareness is a powerful tool. So one of my favorite quotes is being rich means having lots of money. Being wealthy is having time. And I want to share this because people throw around and I do as well. You can be making six and seven figures, but if you're spending it and making it as fast as you're spending it, then what's the point? So you could be making, you know, seven figures in your business, but if you have a team of 25 people, then like, it doesn't matter. What's the point? Because you're not keeping all of that money. You could also be making $500 a month or $1,000 a month, spend none of it. And at the ex- at the end of the year, have an extra six to $12,000 in savings. So you see my point. And it's really not about making a ton of money. It's about knowing how to manage what's coming in and what's coming out. So we did a whole podcast on this episode actually with Mel Abraham about financial freedom. And it's actually one of our most downloaded podcasts on this topic. And it's episode 217. So instead of teaching you all the financial things, facts as I call them, uh, you can go to 217 and listen to Mel and he's awesome. But at a high level, you should know what you brought in and what you spent. And then once you've done your reflection which was the first part, and now review the facts, not the feeling, it's time to go back and figure out the plan. And I like to go back to brainstorming with this. So it's kind of this like full circle. So by the end of the year, you want to ask yourself, where do you want to be? What do you want to feel and celebrate? So like picture yourself on New Year's Eve. What are you celebrating and what are you getting ready to do? I have this like big plan that I want to take our whole family to Costa Rica because our goal as a family is to travel once a quarter. Now we're going to Europe in the fall. So (laughs) my husband claims that I'm getting too far ahead of myself, but I am the dreamer in the family. So like, this is the part that I love. Like, how do you want to feel? What do you want to celebrate? What do you want to have? And where do you want your business to be? So really just take the time. And if you're in this like awesome coffee shop, like order your favorite drink and just visualize it. And then after you do that, it's time to break it down and make it happen. And the cool part is, is we actually do this every month in our Crush the Rush Club. We have planning parties that our club members and our masterminders attend. And we take those big, crazy goals and we break them into mini projects, as I call them. So I'm going to walk you through how to do this. So let's say you want to double your course sales. So let's say last September, as an example, you launched your course. And this year you want to do it again, but you want to double your sales. So tactically speaking, what does that mean? Well, if you want to double your sales, technically you need to 4X your email list. If you think about facts, not feelings, you need to have enough people who are interested in buying it. And so that means you have to grow your email list four times to double your original sales. And then you need to plan a launch And then you need to think about how you're going to plan that and how many weeks you need to plan it and then actually work on it. Now, I'm going through this like super fast, but you can see that you can work backwards, right? So if you want to double your list or quadruple your list, what does that mean? If you want to launch something in September and it takes you six weeks to launch, what does that mean? So you can really work backwards and figure out how to back into your goals and create these little mini projects so that you could do it. So let's take another example. Maybe you want to take two weeks off around the holidays. What are you going to do to get there? What needs to be done? And how are you going to plan it? Do you need to hire somebody? Do you need to plan 10 podcasts ahead of time? 
The whole goal is that you are creating a game plan for the rest of the year because you did the step to get the goals. And now what you're doing is figuring out the mile markers. So if you want to four times your list, as are in our example, you're going to set many deadlines along the way. And if you don't, if you break it down, you want to break it down, not not break it down. If you break it down, then it's not super overwhelming. So let's say you want to four times your list. But instead of saying that every day, because that is a lot, you could simply say, I'm going to add 10 people to my email list each week over the next 10 weeks, which is going to lead to a successful launch, which then is going to lead to the income you need to reach your goal. And it's much more doable this way, but that tiny tactical step is tied back to the very first step that we did in this podcast, which is why this whole thing is like magical and it works. It works in just like an hour of planning. And you can then even break out the calendar on an each month, have two cal- have two categories. So you could say, okay, September, goals I'm going to reach, steps I'm going to take. October, goals I'm going to reach, steps I'm going to take. We just mapped out one of the goals as an example, which is you want to add you know 40 to 50 people to your email list, 10 people a week. So remember, hope is not a strategy and put some thought into your action. I want you to use the summer slowness and the momentum to really dream big, really dig into that first step. Like, what are you so excited that you did and how did it go and why did it go so well? And then what are you excited to do? And then link in those financials and those goals and those lessons learned, and you're going to be able to put together a roadmap that actually works for you. And one of my other favorite quotes is plan in decades, think in years, work in months and count in days and live in the moment. So in just a few focused hours, you can come up with a vision that can change your life and the action steps to try it. So if you are curious how all this works and you would like to join one of our planning parties, just DM me planning party and I will send you all the details and we actually work through it once a month together and hold you accountable. So I can't wait to hear how your big vision goes. Let me know if you set up a coffee date to work through this. And I hope this was helpful in really recognizing that we have a whole six months left in the rest of the year and really everything is available to you when you need it. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast. I honestly feel like this podcast is an extension of me and our community. And so I hope you come back and listen for more. If you're feeling inspired and ready to take action, there's actually some really amazing ways that you can stay connected with us. Number one, if you want to see this episode come to life with visuals and bonus behind the scenes, you can head over to our YouTube channel, which is at Holly Marie Haynes. We like to post some bonuses there. So I hope that you're excited to learn more about these topics. And then as always, you can leave a review. Your feedback helps this show grow and reach more amazing listeners just like you. We've made it really, really easy. You can simply go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash podcast and click the review button. You can also find custom playlists and more to just say thank you and offer you another amazing way to give you some support. And then last but not least, if you have questions about today's episode or a topic that you would love to have covered in the future, you can just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat 
And it's me behind the scenes answering all the questions. You can text me, send me a video, leave me a message. It's super cool. And like I said, I hope that this podcast is just an extension of our relationship together. So remember that you are capable of achieving incredible things. Keep up the amazing work and I can't wait to connect with you more. 